Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. people it's thursday you know what that means the smokers lounge my episode just me by myself <clears throat> and i'm pretty sure you people have if you haven't done your christmas shopping you're in the midst of it uh, i'm still got shopping to do i'm still debating on getting the tree <laughs> but uh, as you know i pre-record everything so it might be a eh, i might end up getting i'm recording on a saturday so i'm Probably I might record this and probably go, you know, get a tree. Because I remember memories of me and my sister putting up the Christmas tree and the Christmas lights and all that before my mama used to get home. So she'd be surprised. And when my granddad and grandma and them used to put up Christmas, you know, decorations. One of my favorite Christmas decorations was they... They had the Santa Claus with the reindeer. And they used to put it on the front porch out there on Red Mill Road. And I think about all the Christmas traditions that has left with that was left behind by the that was left alone 
after the old generation died. Remember the Christmas Day, my grandma and granddad, Sandy, used to come to the house, pick me up. We go around to all the family members, my aunts and my uncles, and we give them their Christmas presents, and we pick up our Christmas presents. And by the end of the day, we're back at grandma's house. We're eating Christmas dinner and exchanging Christmas gifts and everything. And then even, you know, after they had passed, my mama and my aunt made a perfect point for us to meet up at Sandy's house, you know, so we can spend Christmas together. Yeah, I remember the, unfortunately, I didn't get to see my mama for the last Christmas of her life. Sometimes I regret that. I mean, I was running behind, you know, running around with my wife Tisha. And I was able to make it back into town, you know. Christmas is that time of the year where you you catch up with family and and think about how the year went and what next year is going to be. And exchange presents. I understand everybody. Not everybody celebrate Christmas. I get it. You know. But it's a time of the year for family. It's a time of the year for for reflection and being thankful. You know, the bright lights, the kids. Going to sleep and waking up in the morning and opening up their presents. I remember them days, yo. See, that's one thing I hate <clears throat> about what happened with me and my baby mom. I never got the the pleasure or the opportunity to be a part of my daughter's Christmases. Seeing their face when they wake up to see all their toys in the morning and stuff like that. That's one of the things that you kind of miss out on when you don't marry your baby moms or, or marry the women you have kids with. Or even when you divorce, you know. It's things like that that I go back to what I'm saying when women sit here and talk about money, money, money. No, it's time. <clears throat> time. You can get back money. It, dude can sit here and not pay you child support and he end up winning a million, winning a lotto and give you two, three million dollars. But what he can't get back is the time that he missed spending with his kids. Seeing the girls' eyes light up at Christmas. Seeing them playing with their new toys and 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 they sitting there waiting for you to put together their toys, you know. I did get the pleasure of enjoying that with you know Devon A. Lily Desire, you know, my stepdaughters. Who are my daughters? You know, I don't know. The only reason why I say step is just to give y'all a a a better picture. You get what I'm saying? Because they are my daughters. They're just not my biological daughters. But I love them nonetheless. You know, my dream is that all my daughters meet each other, get to know each other, become friends, become close, like that of my 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 other three my three sisters. You know. And I miss the old Christmas. I miss old school Christmas. It ain't the same. 
So, welcome to the Smokers Lounge. And Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Hanukkah. All that, right? I'm not going to go through a long, drawn-out particulars. So I don't feel like doing it today because this is Christmas time. I don't feel like doing it. Y'all already knew who the sponsors. You already know I'm a part of GW District Podcast Network. You already know where to find me. Allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star and all that good stuff. And this week has been an interesting week in every which way of the word. Like right now, I'm sitting here watching the Celebration Bowl, Jackson State versus North Carolina Central. I'm from the Bull City, so as much as I like Deion Sanders, you know I'm going for Central. You know. And like I said, this has been a, a, a wonderful week. Working the nine to five, dealing with them crazy ass residents. And this week, well, one of my my coworkers wasn't there, the one that worked second shift. So I had to do all the fucking personals. And one of the things I hate about my boss is that he loves to bring her shortcomings and loop me in them, for example. A lot of persons that might get misused on her side of the fence. But my boss wanted to sit here during the meeting and say, well, you know, persons being missed and this, this, this. I'm sitting there like, why are you saying this to me? Why you ain't saying this to her? Why are you even saying this in the meeting for girls' place? Then when I bring up stuff of that nature, he says, well, she said this and she said that. I said, really? Okay. So I've devised the thought process. I said, move forward. Why don't we take some paper and we fill it out saying which rooms we picked up each day, right? So so yesterday, I'm sitting here going into second shift. Well, not yesterday, Thursday. And he asked me to pick up one of the rooms. Now, I understand this. I am practically doing the whole building. We're talking about close to over 100 rooms, right? Actually, close to 100 residents. I think it's about, give or take, what, 70 rooms in the building? So, boss man want to sit here and was like, I need you to get room 67. So, I'm explaining to him, oh, I'll get to it. I got to do that haul anyway because old girl ain't coming to fuck in. I knew she wasn't going to show up this Saturday because when she take off one, two days, guaranteed two more days behind it. For whatever reason, she took off the days that's none of my goddamn business. But at the end of the day, I just know how she works. Shouts out to her. Much love to her. So, I'm trying to explain to this motherfucker. Boss, I normally get, I said, look, because I know that I'm going to be here Friday. And I'm working second shift that Thursday, right? I got to do the whole hallway, right? I'll get to 67 when I can. He was like, why can't you get to 67? The only room you got is this.
I said, I prefer to get the heavier loads of personals and to mark to get them out the way so that tomorrow my load is lessened. What you mean a lesson load? This see, let me explain something to you about my fucking boss, right? He don't fucking listen. He wants to talk, he wants to run his mouth, he wants to to debump his gums, but he don't want to listen, nor do he respect experience. He ain't been there for a year. I've been there six years. Actually, want to be honest, the motherfucker don't know nothing about any of the jobs that he supposed to be managing, but that's another conversation for another day. But the point being is, I'm trying to explain to him so I can explain it to y'all. 67, the lady only had four pieces of clothing. Now, the other rooms, the other three rooms that I actually picked up, I picked up a total of six rooms in four hours and took them back. More than what she does, but I digress. Those were a trash bag, 30-gallon trash bag full of clothing. Smoke that over for a second. If anyone knows gallons, that is the size of a big trash can. 30 gallons. That the shit that you use, that's the trash bag that you use. Then when you rake leaves and you put in the trash bag, you use one of those. Not a tall kitchen bag. No, this is the shit that you find at work, right? I had four rooms like that. Plus, I had another room that dude apparently, which is on her watch, was never fucking picked up in the past three, damn near three weeks, two weeks. He had three bags full of clothes. Once again, 30-gallon trash bag. So I want to get them out of the way for Thursday. Her shit can wait till Friday. But see, here's the problem. Instead of here allowing me to do it my way, which actually works, no, he won't, he just didn't want to admit it. No, I want you to get it today. I want you to get it today. What he wanted me to say was, yes, master, I will go get that room 67 just for you, master. I'll go get it done for you, master, so that you can be happy. So once again, I got knocked out six rooms. Now, here's the other part. Guess how many rooms I had the next day, Friday, they had to finish. I had to do 12 rooms. Do the math. And then here was the funny part during the conversation. So I'm explaining to him. He was like, yeah, because normally you be done on Thursday. I said, yeah, but I'm picking up her shit and mine. And will you... Felicia, she she did hers. I, I looked at him and said, no disrespect to Felicia. And, no, and I got mad love for my girl Felicia. But here's the thing. She only did Wednesday evening. She, Which means that she, all she was doing, she basically was doing one fourth of a fucking haul. Oh, by the way, Felicia never misses a room. Very rare. I, I can't say that about the other chick.
This dumb motherfucker even had the nerve to say, well, wait a second, who work in the mall? Now, people, let's talk. As a manager, as a manager, you supposed to know the schedule. You supposed to know who come in to work. You been there a year and the schedule ain't hardly changed. Now, there been people that changed, but the schedule ain't hardly changed. And you couldn't remember that I don't come in and do a double on this week's Friday? This is the same man that don't even make a, 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 he doesn't even make a schedule, a copy of the schedule every pay period. He don't do it. We had the same schedule sitting up down the goddamn wall for damn since he been there. Well, but since this crew. Then every Friday we have what's called Casual Friday, Jeans Friday, what have you, right? Now, I forgot my work shirt. So, dude seen me all day. This is the type of shit that, that he does. He seen me all day. He done came back there and talked to me. We done conversated, joke. Then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I walk past him. This is around, like, I think 12 o'clock. He comes into work at 8. I done seen him for, what, four hours? And he says to me, why are you not wearing your shirt? Like, no, he said, no, not even ask why he's not wearing my shirt. Didn't even ask that. Oh, by the way, in the cafeteria, standing beside one of my fellow employees. Okay. He asked me, where's your shirt? At home. Why didn't bring it? Forgot to bring it. Forgot to pack it. And I walked off. Why? Because I paid him no never mind because you just trying to flex for this other fucking dude, this other boss, this other employee who probably can give two, about two shits about you just as much as I do. Don't get it twisted. Respect him. As a man, he's, he's a nice dude. But as a manager, if I had to give him a scale from one to five, he don't even make the scale. But I digress. The boy being, that's why I hope that next year, this coming year, that this pod, the podcast shit I'm doing, that it progresses so well that when I actually get a paid sponsor, I actually put money in my pocket sponsor. No, because my sponsors are favor for favor. Well, it well, yeah, favor for favor. On the other end, I hope to, because not just to make life easier, but also, this is the reason why I hate working for others. Well, working a nine to five like that. Because working for others, like if I'm on a network or something like that, that's a totally different story. I'm getting paid fucking well, so yeah. <laughs> We can talk. We can conversate. It's all gravy. You feel me? But 
But when you got to take somebody else's shit every day, when you got to sit here and you answer to a boss who practically, how can I put this, is inept in his job but don't even know it because no one would tell him. A building where the owners care about if we give a percentage, 25% about the people that's in it and the business itself. It makes you look at working for yourself way better. Trust me. Your job is nice, not far from home. But best if I can believe, if I could ever get to the point, this shit make enough money where I could tell this job, t- tell my boss man to take this job and shove it up his fucking goddamn tight ass, trust me, I will enjoy it. I actually would do it sipping some champagne in front of his face. So, now, this week has been interesting because we had two court cases, well, court news and court cases and what have you that has been going on simultaneously. And there probably be more developments by the time you hear this recording. Um, we're going to begin with the the, the circus, Meg the Stallion, Tory Lane, the shooting, and the whole nine. And people that have been listening to the show, y'all know my feelings. Like I said, I don't... If you want to be honest, I actually like Meg more than I like Tory. Never cared for Tory Lanes before I make these comments. Uh, I think he's a short, leprechaun piece of shit. They need his ass beat. See, he's one of those guys that because he got money, he let it get to his head. Now, maybe this situation, once he might, if he gets out of it, I hope that God just humbles his dumb ass. But he goes to the same, he goes to that group of dudes that I swear before God, I wonder if their mama even like them. But I digress. So we finally get to the trial. Now, I done told y'all my theory upon this shit, and the more and the more this trial progresses, the more it seems to be damn, might be spot on. You had Meg came in, did her testimony. I know y'all done heard it. Every thing about that testimony. Okay. Then we had Kelsey. Now, of course, to make this, how can I put this, uh, a summation, is that Tory is going to, is either going to be a mistrial or Tory is going to walk. Now, it depends on whether, it, it depends on if they ever find a driver, because I find it interesting that this security guard <laughs> cannot be found. 
Well, hell, they ain't even found a damn friends with, with, Sha with Shaquilla yet. So, I'm just saying. They have not found this guy. He has been missing. Now, by this time of y'all hearing this, maybe he has been found. But I'm going off of the assumption that some tell me that either he's been found and the, and the defense is going to bring it up last minute because some telling me that his accounts is not going to be in the favor of the prosecution. Because, see, when Kelsey walked in and said what she said, plead the fifth, all the little theatrics, all this bullshit, add to the fact that she's 501, you can't trust her words, period. Plus, from what I've been hearing, because I am not in, inside the courthouse, I don't think the prosecution proved anything. They proved there was an altercation. There was no one getting, that Meg did get shot. But I'm going to say this again. <laughs> they haven't proved that she was shot by Tori. The defense, the, the K, it like put it this way. The case shouldn't even went to trial. And actually, it, it shouldn't have went to the trial like the dude with the Duke lacrosse case shit. He literally lost his job over the shit. And if y'all know what I'm talking about, just look up Duke lacrosse. You know, they should do a damn documentary, which I think they did, but then he do an updated one. Well, yeah, to, uh, it looks in the favor of Tory or mistrial. They had to play her, her her audio, 80 minutes of a testimony that she did in front of them to the jurors to prove that she said what she said. But how you didn't know she was lying then? So her credibility shot. Meg couldn't even... First, Meg didn't even want to admit that her and, and Tory Lanez had sex. Even brought the fact that Partisan feels some type of way because of the dude that she supposedly done fucked. Now, of course, I've been hearing women say, well, why this guy anything to do with, with, with her sex life? What does this guy do with the case? What does sex life got to do with the case? Why? 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 Well, one, to paint the picture of what happened that night, also to establish a history, credibility. That what they supposed to do. That what defense attorneys do. Hell, prosecutors do the same. Their job is to get dude off. But the reason why it's pertinent to the fucking case because, okay, Kelsey and her friends. Kelsey, the story of her fucking behind a, a, a dude which 
Tory made the second dude. Um, has a lot to do with it. It plays into the night. Okay, if you don't believe me, this look at Lil Fizz and and Orion, right? Lil Fizz fucked Orion's baby mama, and it was talked about how he always went behind Orion and was tapping girls. Actually, part of the reason Orion wanted to break up with the group was because over a chick. That Lil Fizz tapped that Orion like. Omarion, excuse me, Omarion. I'm sorry, I'm just saying Orion and shit. Omarion, I know y'all screaming. Oh, no, it's Omarion, you fucking idiot. It's Omarion. Anyway, so, you see, Omarion had some type of, uh, um, whatever his name is, he had, Omarion, yeah. He, He felt some type of way. Pretty sure that he was ready to scrap him. So how far fetched is that to happen with these two chicks? You didn't hear him say we passed men around like it ain't shit. She pleaded the fifth. She said, no, I didn't shoot her. The reason why she pleaded the fifth and wanted these immunities and all this shit because one is she purged herself. You can't take her to court. You can't take her. To, you can't. You, you can't prosecute her. She technically purges herself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? In in so many ways, hell, Megan purged herself. They can call Meg back on the stand. Okay, explain to me, because through this whole drive, no one ever said, dance, bitch, dance. Where did this come from? So, that's why I'm saying, no matter what, you what I find interesting about this generation. They're not open-minded on shit. No, y'all not open-minded in this generation. See, in this generation, let me tell you what's going to happen. You is is Team Tory, Team Meg. I noticed that this generation is that. Now, I know a lot of people say, "Well, no, that that ain't always the case." With this damn third, no, 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 no. See, it's a difference because any example you want to use, there's never been a situation where you had two mega stars actually in court because one supposedly shot the other. If you heard of a mega star in court, it was usually because of they even shot somebody? Uh, yeah, murder cases, because you had Tupac. I mean, excuse me, you had uh, Snoop went to um, case, went, went, went to court. In case Young Thug, he's in there for Rico, State Rico. Michael Jackson went because of what? Molestation by, uh, shit? It's never been that Another celebrity shot another celebrity. Let's make that clear. This has never been happening. I don't know why anybody noticed that's the first. So there's a team making team what we call. But see, the problem is, is that which all which makes it fucked up because 
There's some of y'all that gonna be like, Tory did it no matter even if he found innocent. Or if it, you know what I'm saying? And then you have others that gonna be like, well, Tory got railroaded. I'm of the mind state of if you knew better, you would have done better. So that's the deeper shit. If you knew better, you would have done better. Y'all celebrities, first of all, on Tory and your fucking two friends. Did you not know they were going to come out? And the fact that he brought it up because he felt some type of way because they were in an argument. By the way, Kelsey never said she was bothered by the fact that Tory was hollering at Kylie Jenner. Y'all ain't paid attention to that shit. So, Tori was fucking two friends. It never ends well unless both of them know about it and they don't mind switching. Hey, might even look good threesome. Once again, it's you're not a player unless everybody knows the game, nigga. You're not a player unless everybody knows the game. That's the difference. My mama taught me that. Yeah, a woman. On the other end, why? how is the fuck that somebody had easy access to grab a gun in the first place? Actually, I think the bodyguard, he decided not to motherfucking, he decided not to motherfucking uh, show up because maybe he going to be like, how the fuck they were able to get the gun out your hand or get the gun or get to the gun? See, that's because if you were a bodyguard, your client is not touching your weapon unless it is in a situation like in the movies. <laughs> well, little nigga, you might need to, you know, use this right here. <laughs> Get yourself out of harm's way, player, because we overwhelmed over here. They got ninjas and shit. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, people. I mean... He's a terrible. He's he he's a terrible bodyguard. He's he's he won't guard and shit. Honestly, he's, I'm just putting that out there. So, to me, I, like I said, I think he's gonna end up being a mistrial. So, and then of course, Young Thug Gunner. Like I said, probably more come out by this time. I. I ain't get it, you know. The question of is a snitch, and I didn't heard everything or what have you. 
Bottom line, him taking that plea deal did hurt Young Thug because it's the recognition of someone saying that it is a game. I want y'all to think about this for a second. If you ever watch mafia movies, they always said, don't call us the mafia. Don't call us the mafia. Why is that? Because that proves that you are who they say you are. All they need is one or two people to sit here and roll and say, yeah, that gang. And when you have Gunner and two of the top people, and, and excuse me, and the other guy taking the plea deal, even, even if they said shit, it. Take let's forget about if they would go sit and, you know, if they'll come back to court and testify or take that out just to the pure bones of it. They just admitted to the state prosecutor that Young Thug is ahead of a gang. See, rat is snitching. You can call it what you want, but it's unintended. See, that's what people ain't getting. That's what they ain't talking about. It's unintended snitching. Was Young Thug happy about it? Oh, fuck no. If people think Young Thug was up in there in prison talking about some, yeah, my nigga got out. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. No. Uh, no. 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 Nigga, no. No. You just made my case worse. They got two motherfuckers on books saying, yeah, it's a... No, they had to meet any guilt. They just need to admit that YSL was a game. Thank you. <laughs> now, what happened to you on the streets? You on your own, but thank you. Gonna be in jail for what, a year? Yeah, they laid his ass up. They got what they needed. They didn't need any more. What do you think? Oh, you 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 think Gunner went and said, yeah, he had a stash like BMF. We used to stash him in the cars. Yeah, I remember, man, I went with him on a gun buy this bitch. Man, she was wild as hell. No. All they asked was a few questions. And and him signing the affidavits basically saying that, well, it's, it's a game. Yes, they are a game. I was a part of a game. When they raided the whole house, they took the piano player too, nigga. All they need the piano player to say was, yeah, it's a whole house. <laughs> he had to say shit else. Now, I, that, we, we as black people, let me say something to y'all. We as black people don't get it. And, and let me tell you what we don't get. I'm trying to see how I can put this. Uh, we as black people, we think streets too old. I agree with DJ Academics because our culture became street. 
as far back even when back in New York, back in the days of Supreme the Supreme Crew and Alpo and, and AC excuse me, uh A Z. It was all about the flash. The pimps. It's about the flash. That life, that look. See, people act like this started with rap. Nah, nigga, black exploitation. You want to go there? Let's go there. You feel what I'm saying? It's it's no different with the mafia. You you them kids in in Brooklyn, they looking at Lucky Luciano and these mobsters in these nice suits and nice cars and shit. They seen their dad over here working like a fucking slave, making pennies to the dollar. These motherfuckers are millionaires. The shiny things attract our attention. So, yeah. From every conversation I heard from some of these record labels actually put make their people go get with a gang or be around thugs or gangsters to make them legitimate or what have you. He, for the most part, yeah. Misery, misery makes millions. But people act like it's, it's, it's shocking. Oh, God, we... We got to the point where, even in the movies or what have you, yeah, snitch this, rat this. Yeah, I get we don't necessarily trust the police, but mind it fucking funny when you're in a bad situation when you need one, you happen to see them when they roll up. <laughs> like Riley. <laughs> when the idiocracy came to kill the motherfuckers. So everybody from WAC 100 to down saying that he snitched, he snitched. Technically, he did snitch. It was unintended snitch. It's not a, he, he, he's not a rat. He, <laughs> I don't think Gunner even has a fucking record. He, I think actually Gunner was a good boy. I'm, I'm saying, <laughs> he just knew, he was like me. I was a good kid. For the most part, I just knew gangsters and I ran with some. I, ran, I knew some drug dealers. I ran with some drug dealers. I grew up with some. They were around and, and, and I hung with them. They were one of my best friends. Yeah. So, to make this, so you can get this, is I don't think Gunner snitched. I mean, he snitched, but it's unintentional. Because they didn't need much. So, now, will Gunner have a career after this? Will his music sell? Will his, his albums pop off? I don't know. Because we've seen what happened with Takashi, but 
Takashi, that was different because Takashi actually went through setting on a trial and testified an oath. <laughs> he signed a deal. He signed a deal, but he testified, which is that's the other question. If Gunner goes testified, then what? But the way things looked, honestly, um, how can I put this? I haven't seen anyone come back from that. <laughs> and then on the other shit, people talk about T.I. shit, right? Okay, y'all bad because he put, he admitted to putting the case off on his dead cousin. Okay, first of all, the fact that he would even open his mouth to say something, I hope that, uh, that the the statute of limitations on what they would just what he put off on him uh has passed because if it hasn't they can come back and get you motherfucker you just admitted to some shit but no I don't think his cousin would have been mad honestly he's 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 dead and if the DA accepted that shit and then that's him but see, when it comes to the snitching, it's like people even understand what snitching is. They call anything snitching. They, you filmed it, you snitched, just because you just so happened to be there and see the crime being committed, you snitched. You give a tip to the cop because this dude shot somebody that was in your fucking neighborhood that you had, that 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 you may not know personally. You don't know neither one of them personally. You wasn't involved in the crime, but you a snitch. See, that's... It's... Us having distrust for the police and fear is it. I can see him say a gift and a curse. More of a curse than anything else because that means a lot of crimes go unreported. Because we're so afraid to snitch. Especially in the world where there's cameras and everybody is watching. So. Just like right now, I'm going to finish watching this game. 24 seconds. Hopefully Central holds out. Central gets its first Bowen. Yeah. Bull City. Eagle Pride. But I never, oh, by the way, I didn't go to Central. I'm just from Durham. So I uh, just want to make, just want to make sure that y'all understand. I'm a Tar Heel fan and I went to NC State. But trust me, I done fucked a lot of chicks from Central. <laughs> so with that being said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you didn't learn anything? Smoke this over. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. 
Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at shopgwdistrict.com. That's shopgwdistrict.com. The GW District, a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. That's right. That's right.